Well, good morning, everybody. I I know some of you had uh, listened to my last podcast, which basically said I was signing off forever and that uh, I wasn't going to do this anymore and that I'd said all I needed to say. Well, let me explain that to you. Um, my wife made the comment to me that uh, I shared way too much personal information with the public. And she said a few other things that really hurt me. And of course, she was mad at me at the time, and so she was looking for ways to hurt me, and she was very successful. And coming from the background and my childhood that I that I went through, um, I I did not have a lot of self-esteem. <clears throat> so as a, as a uh, result of that, I allowed her words to dictate to me what I was going to do and what I wasn't going to do. And I let her words uh, prevent me from doing what I enjoy doing. And um, so because I was hurt and and embarrassed by what she'd said, I, I'm a very thoughtful person. I thought about it for a long, long time. And I came to the conclusion that, you know, maybe she was right. And I believed her and that, you know, people didn't need to hear anything that I had to say anymore. And um, after, after probably a week or two, <clears throat> I came to the realization that, you know, I do enjoy what I do. I, I love what I, what I do on here and I love sharing my stories and uh, I love sharing my, my life stories with people. And, um, and I think that people enjoy it. I've, I've got a lot of people listening from around the world. So <clears throat> I think it's safe to say that people do enjoy my, um, my podcast. And so I decided, you know, I'm not going to let what she said ruin what I enjoy doing. It's not like what I'm doing is illegal. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with that. It, it's not unethical, you know. What I'm doing is just sharing stories. <clears throat> and um, excuse me, I always have this in the morning. So as a result, I've decided that I'm I'm going to to do this podcast and continue to do it, uh, regardless of what she thinks. Um, and so, not to sound wishy-washy or flaky, but uh, that was the reason that I'd chosen. <clears throat> not to do that anymore and so uh, I do apologize to my listeners uh, I know that there are lots of you out there and uh, I appreciate you tuning in and I, I appreciate you listening to the to the podcast that I have it means a lot to me when I when I look on the uh, analytics and I see that you know there are people <clears throat> listening from all over the world and different age groups from 17 all the way up to, you know, in their 50s and 60s. So thank you. I, I really appreciate it. And I, and I promise I won't let you down again. Uh, give me another chance. Uh, I'd like to, to continue doing this podcast. So that's that. Moving on. <clears throat> Over the last 10 years, um, I have I've really done some introspective, uh, I guess, Perspective. Uh, I'm struggling for the word here. Uh, 
anyway, I'll find it eventually. <clears throat> I've done some some uh, accounting, I guess, uh, taking account and, uh, you know, sort of uh, figuring out a lot of things about myself and one of the one of the main things that I didn't like about myself was that I was I had turned into an opinionated asshole. Now this, of course, was you know about ten years ago, uh, maybe a little longer. Um, but I realized that I I thought that at the time that everybody needed to hear my opinions. They needed to hear it whether they wanted to hear it or not. And so because of that, I alienated a lot of people and I created a toxic environment. And I may have covered this before in some older podcasts. And if I have, forgive me, I I just felt like it's been at the forefront of my mind here lately. And um, I just really felt like it it was something that I'm trying to continuously work on. I want to be a better person. I don't want to be the kind of person that you see coming and you turn and run the other way or try to avoid me. And I think a lot of people have done that. And, um, you know, I would use phrases like, you know, well, people either like me or they hate me. And and to me, that was kind of a badge of honor, you know. Or I would say something like, um, yeah, I'm very intense. You know, which were all nice flowery words to cover up the fact that I was just an opinionated asshole. <clears throat> and uh, I didn't like that. I didn't like that about myself. I didn't like that there were there were family members uh, who won't talk to me, uh, who don't like me, who avoid me because of my past behavior. And I hated that because as I get older, especially in the last three years, and a lot of it has to do with my, my job, my position that I that I have now, I'm I'm becoming more diplomatic and less opinionated. And I've learned that I need to focus on other people. It's not so much what I have to say or that people have to listen to me or that what I have to say is it should be listened to or heard. I used to think that. And because I thought that, I would I would insert myself in everything you know and a lot of times you know people really and I've said this before you know most people don't really want to hear what you have to say they really just want you to listen to what they have to say and that sounds kind of raw and and it may be a little painful to to some people but that's the truth you know I run into so many people and different personalities and some of the quietest people that I run into I always feel badly for you know because they're quiet. They don't really say much. And I bet most people probably don't take the time to just listen to them or let them speak or, you know, let them take their time formulating a, a, a sentence or, or speaking, you know, and, and I've done that. I've been guilty of that. And I hate that because some of the nicest people I've ever met were some of the quietest people. And though they're quiet, it doesn't mean that, it, that they don't have anything to say. And so I have, I have been a bore to many people, you know, because I would talk and they were quiet, they would let me. 
And so I don't want to be that kind of person anymore. I want to listen to other people. And so one of the things that I've been practicing over the last three years <clears throat> is listening to other people, asking them uh, questions that would lead them to, you know, share with me their life, you know, their life's history, their life story. And, and that to me has been one of the most important things that I could ever do uh, as far as cultivating relationships with other people and I don't have a false humility um, it's it's true humility and sometimes I have to take a step back and realize <clears throat> that you know staying staying humble is so important because people People will talk to you. People that are quiet will talk to you. And some of you who are listening, you know, are very thoughtful people. You're very, you're, uh, you're the quiet people that I'm talking about, you know. <clears throat> and uh, my wife is one of those people that are very quiet. She doesn't share much. Um, in all the years I've known her, 35 years and probably a few months, I've never actually felt like I knew my wife. And it was because she was very quiet. She was very um, reserved. Um, she likes to talk, but, you know, she married me. And, um, you know, I talked a lot. And I guess she probably didn't feel like she could get a word in edgewise. <clears throat> and so I regret that I was such uh, so verbose, I should say. And... Uh, I can't change the past. I can't change what I've done. I can't change what I've said. I can't change the, the toxic, uh, discordant relationships and conversations that I've had with people that are now fractured or uh, completely annihilated. You know, I can't change that. Uh, I would if I could. But in this life, you know, we don't get a do-over. We don't get to go back in time and change things. What we can do is, is change the way we act now, change the, who we are now, and, and not be that person that we were. If there's something about your aspect that, or your personality that you don't like, <clears throat> then you can change it. You know, you can change it now. And that's, that's something that you know, we all have the uh, opportunity to do, but do we want to do that? That's, you know, that's... That's really the, the, the real question is, you know, I, I didn't think for a long time that I needed to change. I thought everybody else needed to change. And you see, I was a common denominator in, in every relationship that, was, that had failed or that, was, that had become toxic. And so I, um, I've learned through humility <clears throat> that I have to be less and let other people be more. And um, it's not really been that hard of a transition to be completely honest with you. It's really not. Sometimes when I'm talking to someone, I'll catch myself and I want to say something to let them know that I'm, I hear them and that I understand them and, and I want to give them an example of something that, that you know maybe they're talking about that I had done and then I catch myself and I, and I realize you know that's really not what they want. They don't want to hear your experience, you know. They want you to listen to their experience. 
and so I have to catch myself. I have to, you know, I have to, uh, uh, what's the word, not subconsciously, but consciously catch myself and say, hey, that's not what they want to hear. You know, just sit back, just listen, you know, uh, give them feedback, but minimal feedback and let them know that you heard them. And it's amazing how much quiet people will actually talk if, if people like me will just shut the hell up. <clears throat> so I am, I am working on me. That is what I'm doing. That is, that is my, um, my desire, my changing this, this, this person that I am to become the person that I want to be. You know, and not just the person I want to be, but the person that other people would want to be as well. I mean, um, it's, you never know the example that you're setting for other people that, that someone might be watching you. You know, they might be looking at you to set a tone or, or perhaps uh, someone they can emulate, you know. Um, I found this to be true when I was when I was uh, teaching. I used to teach um, certified nursing assistants uh, class, and uh, I loved what I did. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was it was it was um, it was rewarding, and you know it fed that part of me that likes to be heard. Um, and so I was really good at it. And I've had students tell me, you know, uh, you're the best instructor I've ever had. You're the you, you taught me things that other people just couldn't teach me because they just made it so impossible for me to understand. Anyway, it was really in, incredible that I, you know, that I'd get that kind of feedback, you know. And so I'm very mindful of what I say now because I am in a position in my job and in the community that I serve that people are looking at me, people are watching me, people are. You know, they're listening to what I say. It's, uh, I can put things on Facebook, and it's amazing. You know, in a matter of just an hour, I'll have, you know, 70-something people responding. <clears throat> and I'm not bragging because that's not really a whole lot of people, but people are watching you. People are watching what you do. And if you're like me, um, and you, you know, you suffer from the diary of the mouth, as, as I have been most of my life, um, and maybe you're you're realizing you know you are the common denominator to so many relationships that haven't worked. Then it could be that maybe you're at the point where you could say, you know what, I want to change the way I am. I want to change who I am and what I am. And especially this day and age, when when there's so much uh, you know sarcasm and, and snarkiness going on around the world and on on it, the internet and and people are, are uh, just being nasty to one another, you know, at the expense of relationships. You know, it's just not worth it. <clears throat> and I guess a lot of it, too, has to do with getting older. You know, as you get older, you, you kind of, or I, I said, I, I should say I, I. As I get older, I realize that, you know, I don't have the the uh, social life that I used to have years ago. I don't, I don't have so many people in my life that, you know, I, I, um, I spend time with them. I do things with them. I wish I did. Sometimes I feel very lonely, um, but I don't have a whole lot of people in my life. And so, you know, I often say I don't have a whole lot of friends. I, I really don't. 
And it's not so much because of my running my mouth and opinionated. Uh, uh, I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of uh, people that are in you know my same circles in the community and you know and things like that. But um, I don't have a lot of really close friends. I have one really dear, dear friend in this world, and uh, his name is Chris. And we have been friends for <clears throat> probably 30 years. And uh, Chris is, uh, he's a dear, dear friend who has always stood by me and stuck by me. Um, he's super smart. Um, He's one of those quiet people, you know, but I let Chris be Chris and I let him talk and, and that's important because, you know, I get to hear a lot of things. I get to glean from his intelligence and he's so smart and he's, he has such an incredible memory and recall ability. <coughs> it, it's, it's no surprise he's been a lawyer, you know, for almost as long as I've known him. But he's just a good guy too and he's, he's very much a... a a giver, you know, he, he's, he's given me so much through the years, uh, physical things, uh, emotional support, you know, love, um, and we're both straight as can be, I mean, nothing against homosexuality, I'm not saying that, but, uh, you know, our love is, is, is for one another, it's a respect for one another, uh, it's a genuine respect and love for one another, it, it, it's not a romantic love, it's a, it's a brother, brotherly love. <clears throat> and I can't think of any one man in this world that I love any more as a friend than I do uh, Chris. And, you know, he was there with me when, when my son died and I was very toxic for many, many years. And, you know, he stood by me no matter what. But as I've gotten older, I realize those kinds of friends, that type of friend is, is a treasure beyond uh, anything. <clears throat> And I'm so blessed that I have him in my life. And I wish I had more people like him in my life, you know, but I don't. And, you know, a lot of it is my own making. And a lot of it has to do with, with my, you know, my past and the way I treated people and, and the way that I conducted myself. And so <clears throat> I could have had this. And so now I, I, I feel the sting of my of my own, you know, uh, personality defects, so to speak. So, as I've said in the past, in the last 10 years, I've really worked hard on it, but in the last three, yard, three years, I've really, really pushed the, the boundaries of humility in my own life. And so, <clears throat> maybe you're at that place, maybe you're, you know, maybe you're thinking to yourself, you know, I don't have any friends, nobody really likes me, nobody, you know, invites me to go off, and, you know, maybe you're not. But if you are, if you're one of those people that, you know, you realize that, you know, you're, you're not invited to a lot of things and, you know, people kind of walk away from you when you're talking to them or maybe they see you coming and they go the other way, <clears throat> you know, maybe it's time to ask yourself, um, can I improve, you know, what, how much humility do I really have in my life now, you know, um, how, how can I... How can I be less of me and, and more of everybody else, you know? And um, when, you, when you get to that point to where 
the pain of staying where you are is greater than the pain of changing, then I think you're in a good place because one thing I've realized about most people is that most people really do want to forgive you. They really do want to, you know, um, they want to make things right with you. They really do. You have a few people who write you off and then that's it. You know, you never hear from them again kind of people. And I, and I get that. There are some people like that and they do that for uh, reasons that, uh, you know, they protect themselves so they're not hurt again by you. <clears throat> I get it. <clears throat> but in my own personal opinion, I have, or my own personal life, I have found that most people want to mend relationships and um, forgive and so if you're at that place and you're, you're wanting to change and you, you realize that, you know, you can be the change that you want to be and you can be the person that you want to be, I think that this is a really great place for you to be because now you can start to look at yourself introspectively and, and decide, you know, what is it about me that needs to change? Do I need to talk less um, and listen more? You know, I heard I had a teacher once who used to say, you know, God gave us one mouth and two ears so we can listen twice as much as we talk. And um, it made perfect sense as I got older. <clears throat> when I was younger, I just thought he was, you know, he didn't know anything. But, And I think that's with most young people. So there's things that I want to change. There's things that I have changed. And, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not where I want to be but I'm not where I was. And um, for me, that's, that's a really good thing. And it's, uh, it's, a, um, it's a good place to be, you know. It's a good place for me to be because when I, when I feel good about who I am and what I'm doing, then I can pass on that feeling of, of, of being happy with myself to other people because then, you know, people will look at you and they'll say, well, Gosh, you know, he's, I've been around people like this and I'll say, man, they're just the nicest person in the world. They just, you get around them and you just feel so peaceful and you feel, you know, so good. And, you know, and, and I, what is it about these, this person, you know, or these people that, you know, give them that, that ability to be, you know, so nice and so comforting and peaceful, you know, and if you don't have that, then you find, I find that I, I want it. You know, and so then I'm, I try to say, okay, what are they doing that makes them such a peaceful person? You know, what is it that's, that makes them, you know, be the kind of person that I want to be? And so I, um, if I can talk to them, I'll say, you know, I'll spend some time with them and say, you know, maybe find out, hey, what is it that you like to do? What, what is it that, that makes you who you are? Or maybe you can just watch them, you know, and be around them long enough and you can, you, you know, you can kind of see what's, <clears throat> what what they're doing and um, then you can kind of try to do that now I wouldn't say that you know you need to try to be like them I, I, I think that's I don't think that's always a good idea to try to be like someone you know um, I mean in such a way that you're trying to mimic them or, or be them because you know only you can be yourself <clears throat> and um, because only you can be you, you should be you, but be a better version of you. How's that sound? That's, that's probably a little bit better. 
Um, you know, there are people that I'd love to be like. When I was in high school, I wanted to be like Greg Brown because, you know, Greg Brown was the coolest guy in school, you know. And uh, But, you know, I, as hard as I tried to be like Greg, I couldn't be Greg because Greg was Greg. Greg already filled that position, you know. And so throughout life, I tried to be like other people because I wanted to be like them because they possessed something about themselves, you know, that I was attracted to. Um, you know, maybe they were charismatic, so I wanted to be charismatic. Maybe they were artistic, so I wanted to be artistic, you know. Um, <clears throat> but I wasted a lot of time trying to be like someone I wasn't, and I can't be like anyone but me. I can only be me. So, I think I've gone on quite a bit. It's 24 minutes into this thing, so I'm going to shut up and, and give you a chance to listen to it, and um, I, I hope you, you, you get something from this and Maybe me being uh, transparent as I am, maybe that'll help you too. But anyway, I do wish you the best. Um, I hope today is, is a day filled with, with uh, peace and joy and comfort. And uh, I pray the Lord will bless you. I pray he'll keep you. I pray he'll cast his face upon you and, uh, and give you peace. Until next time.